Hello and welcome to episode 98 of the Ted Jones World Podcast with Peter Moran. I am Ted Jones alongside... Peter Moran. Peter Moran. What's up, dude? Did you have fun last episode? I did. Uh, thanks for asking, by the way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, just want, I just wanted to make sure, just so people know that we're having fun episode to episode. We had uh, Nick Rauner, former uh, promoter, current DJ, and um, he's wearing a bunch of other hats too. So um, the kid's working, but we had a great time. Peter, I see you're drinking a beer over there uh, towards the end of the day, so we're not going to judge. But how's it going, man? Take a huge chug of that before we start off here. It's it's going good. There's there's no better way for me to transition to work, Peter, to podcast, Peter, with okay. just like a quick sip of this unsponsored, ha- unsponsored hazy little thing IPA. Also, before we get deeper into the pod, I know you're using the euphemism for Nick wearing a lot of hats, but I want to also point out that he would never actually wear a physical hat because he came in with the flow on point. Dude, oh my God. You know what? You're so right. I don't know if I've ever actually seen Nick with a hat on. <laughs> like the hair is always gelled to perfection. It seems like he would potentially get a haircut twice a week. Nick, we're not oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your hair just like phenomenal. Not twice a week, but I'd say like twice a month for sure. I could definitely see him having like a barber, like, like lining him up in the morning. Like he, he just rolls downstairs. He's in the chair. hundred percent. And also speaking of haircuts, Peter, it's, it's that time for me to get a hair trim, man. It, oh no. It's gotten to the point where I, I'm waking up and I, I can't tame it. So like, I need to wear like a beanie or I'm putting on a flat brim. I just can't contain it anymore. I, I get that, but like now's the time. If I were like I'm I don't have the hair that you have right now, but I'm longer than I normally am. And it's like, all right, I'll throw on a head, I'll throw on a beanie. It's a winter and I see like three people a month. Like Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I actually I felt, you know, just like waking up in the middle of the night seeing my hair all over the place and then waking up in the morning like throwing some spit on my hands and trying to get like <laughs> trying to get it uh, you know, held back a little bit. But I think you're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna let it go for yeah. at least a, at least a couple more months till i can get that ponytail going that's what i'm saying let it let it ride if it sucks it's like now's the time to have hair that sucks when's but, the last but, time you got a haircut because i remember i was i was stalking your instagram page the other day and obviously you could tell because i liked a number of your posts when was the last yeah. time you got a cut? it's been it's been a while it's been before episode 69 when i first came came on here it was Wait, yeah. so, so both of you both of us have not had haircuts since we started the pod together yeah we're probably looking at four and a half months right now it was mm, four months it was early october so your hair must have been pretty short initially no yeah yeah i keep it fairly tight but uh you know this is i i tried to grow it at the beginning of quarantine um and well i was forced to i guess um but then probably two and a half months in i was able to get it cut by like, like just a home cut that my mom was able to give me uh, no you know way. old Your school was giving you cuts i mean yeah well the one time i got her to i got her to take some out there were there were no barbershops open it was does still it was she, okay, pre-barbershop does she, does era she do, does she do a good job you could be honest i mean she does a fine job for what i asked i said don't get crazy you know she knows her way around a pair of clippers i'm not giving her scissors and saying do your thing right well Um, she's also had five kids in the house like a a lot of the time so i'm sure she's done trim here and there (laughs) hey seven kids get it right all right don't right my bad don't don't disrespect my family like that (laughs) (laughs) don't disrespect my mother and the the significance of her effort to her you know what she might as well have five kids Uh, you know at that point it's like you lose track and you don't know who's anymore right you know? she just starts like numbering them like all right what's number four up to exactly exactly we we wear jerseys on the with that our number on the back of <laughs> name tags 
It's just how it goes. <laughs> All right, so Peter. So, <laughs> All right, so I was um, so I was talking about um, sleep, you know, briefly uh, a couple minutes ago. I myself slept so much last night. What's the what's the amount of sleep that you get <laughs> on like an average night? I guess like Monday through Sunday. I well, I'm a big, I'm a big like hit the snooze guy. So my alarm's at eight thirty. I'm supposed to be in work at nine. So I'm kind of on a 10 minute on a bad day. Like this week has been most of from eight 30 to 10. I'm just like hitting snooze. I'm half asleep, but I'm still going to bed at like one 2 30 in the morning. Um, I've kind of got, I've kind of gotten back into my bad quarantine habits over the last couple of weeks, staying up too late, having a couple of beers and then sleeping in forever. And then so, also like you were saying last episode, like not leaving the house, right? Yeah, not leaving the house for a long time. But, but I mean, it's, it's also there's snow out. There's, yeah, and it's freezing, man. It's, like it's horrible outside. What is okay? That? So I was in uh, Jersey City today, and in in you know how all the building supers are supposed to remove snow from the buildings in the city. I don't know if you know that's how it that's how it goes down. Okay, so I was in Jersey today, and there's like this big plot of land that Donald Trump owns. And classic, dude, the entire, like, around this enormous three-acre plot, there's just no snow removal. So I was walking on the street for, like, a half a mile at a time. So the Trump building was being neglected? Yes. The plot of <laughs> land, of course. Yes, it was being neglected. I'm sure that, they, I'm sure that he racks up, you know, yeah. a thousand, at least $1,000 in fines just because of the amount of space that it occupies. And dude, if anyone falls or like breaks anything on yeah. black ice or gets jammed up by the snow, there's no That's way the that move. they're not suing him. Yeah, that is the move. We should and protest. Then, oh. We should take a protest to the Trump building and all just fake an injury. Get a get a couple doctors to vouch for us. Like, let's do this. Let's. If he's not getting impeached, then uh, or convicted, then like you know maybe we just take him in civil court with our broken knees. Okay, so go back to the. Let's go back to the original question though. How much how much sleep are you getting on an average night? Seven hours. Seven? Yeah. I'd say, yeah, that's right around the ballpark. I get from, like, on a normal night, I'd say I get, like, seven and a half to nine hours. Dude, last night I slept for 12 and a half hours. What, what happened to you? I was just – I think that – okay, so I, I worked out pretty hard four days in a row, and yesterday I smoked, like, a lot of weed. From the hours of, like, 5 p.m. to, like, 8 p.m., I smoked a lot of weed. Yeah. And, then by, and then by 8 p.m. I was out. So, so <laughs> you, you, you were like in a delirious state or just like, you know, just a normal high. And I'm just like kind of fading into the couch. I think that it was more so like in a, in a more extreme version of me being high. It's <laughs> usually like, I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll smoke a joint usually before bed. It's like, it's like wine before bed. It's, so, you know, some I, people have two glasses, totally. whatever, you know, so totally. I and you had six. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I started to join before bed. This is around like seven fifteen, and no joke. I was sitting on the couch watching the Australian open and okay. just slowly my eyes started to, to close. <laughs> so by seven forty five, I was in bed, 8 PM lights out. And then I didn't see, and then I didn't see, um, you know, I, I didn't see the light of day till the next morning around eight thirty. Okay. Well, you allowed yourself to sleep in. So it sounds like you went to bed at an actual normal time for you. You just, your version of sleeping in. You're living a life that is so unfathomably different that I can't even pretend to put myself in your shoes. Then you? In, in terms of your hours of operation. You I know? agree. Like you and I are together, like awake at the same time for less for than podcast, 12 hours a day. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's the podcast and maybe like an hour and a half after when we're scheduling the next podcast episode. 
Yeah, I think I sent you a text last night um, after those hours, I think. I, you know what? I literally actually think you did because you texted me back at like, maybe a reasonable time, probably closer to 8, and I didn't see it until I went to, like, to pee at 11.30 p.m. Yeah. Uh, crazy that you're, you're responding to anything on a pee break, by the way. If I wake up middle of the night, I'm just trying to like – I'm not even turning the lights on. I'm not doing anything. I'm trying to stay in this sleepy zone as much as possible so I can fall right back asleep. Really? I'm actually pretty good at like going pee, getting a drink of water – the phone and then falling right back asleep. I'm actually That's really good at it. Like I, I got to be doing that at least, at least twice a night. And also what I texted you was like rather important. I deemed. So I thought that like, you know, I needed to check my phone after not checking it for that many. Hours. So. If I, if I check my phone, I put any thought towards anything like that's it. That's a wrap on me being in the sleep zone. I'm going to have to like take at least 10 minutes to get back there. Like I, yeah, I just can't like fully commit to opening my eyes and participating in life. I feel like more people are kind of like towards your sleep schedule and you not being able to fall back asleep rather than, than people are like mine, you know, like going to sleep early, waking up early and being like, Oh yeah. Sleep is just like, okay, if I need to get some sleep, I'll, I'll do it right now. I wonder why that is. Like, why do people's sleep schedules differ so much besides the fact of like the stuff that they have to do when they're probably, probably them deciding I want to go to sleep now. And then when they wake up, that's probably that. Well, true, but, but I mean, if you didn't, <laughs> if like your biological clock decided when you go to sleep and when you'd go, uh, and when I thought biological clock was only uh, in regards to how long women are able to have children. Is that true? That'd be insane if I just used the biological know. clock in the wrong way. You might be right. Wait, Wait pregnant women, please let us know. Yeah, gmail dot com. Send in your emails. I mean, you don't have to be pregnant. <laughs> yeah, literally. You and just also, have I, I, I mean, I am looking forward to that email today, but you don't have to be pregnant to send in emails to the pod. Yeah. The email today, little disclaimer, not from a pregnant woman. But, but yeah, we accept them in any form. We'll accept an email from the pregnant child in, inside you if, uh, if they're communicating to you. We'll accept that email. Dude, uh, dude absolutely. What were you going to say? Go ahead. I want to give the – there's a little bit of a peak – We'll peek behind the uh, fourth wall, as they say. Uh, but looking at uh, the the topics for today, I want to talk about something you brought up: um, rejections for for males and females. Um, Let's I, get what, into it. Yeah. What What was on your mind when when you proposed this this topic? Well, I, I just think that like looking back on like my history of dating, I have I have been with a number of women. I'll be the first person to tell you. But I've also been. <laughs> I've also been... Don't I, say a number, say I the think, number. <laughs> I think I, um, I've been rejected by, if not as many, almost as many. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if let's say I've been with... All right, I'm using a number that's not... I'm using a number that's not close okay, to Okay, why don't you just use a number that's the number? All right, like, let's say, I, let's say I've made out with... Jesus, dude, am I really going to do this? All right, let's say I've made yeah. out with 200 women before okay. in my life. Okay, Probably, maybe more. So sure. let's say I've made out with 200 women. There has to be at least 200 women who uh, along the course of the way that I've tried, like tried to be with have rejected. <laughs> so, I, I, that sounds very, very feasible based on right. what you've revealed in terms of your business development efforts. Like, yeah, right. that's what I'd expect. So I, I just wanted to, I don't know, get, o- get on the wave and just let guys know that it's really not, it's, you're going <laughs> to get rejected. You know what I mean? So, like, I've talked to so many of my friends who've been like, oh yeah, like this girl stood me up. Like, oh, and now I haven't talked to a girl in like months or whatever it is. And I, I'd say like, you know, girls in general definitely would get more depleted at a, a circumstance like this if they were rejected from 
I don't know, 150 to 200 men. (laughs) That's a crazy amount. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's a a crazy amount. But like, if if you think about it, okay, how many DMs have I sent to maybe celebs that haven't responded? I don't know, (laughs) probably close to 100. How many of them have responded? I don't know, maybe maybe 50? virtual ign- i that's not like a real rejection that you feel in your heart especially if it's a celebrity but i think like if it's the- someone if it's someone you had an in person some level of contact with some level of communication you reach out and they ignore your dm that's a slight rejection yeah if they say like no i don't want to hang out that's a, a full-on rejection but like that's not it's not devastating to send an email to someone you don't know in real life or not an email a dm and then just ignore it i don't think that's devastating i've ignored those dms you know well yeah i guess so but i think my main point what i wanted to get across here it wasn't like something that i really wanted to dig into and wanted to just spill my feelings on the pod even though i do Uh, i want you to that's what i want even though you know i do that every episode i think that people like guys especially should not get turned off by being rejected by a number of women i that's all i gotta say yeah, I agree with that. And the only and the only reason this thought came into my mind is because I had a date that was supposed to be scheduled for last night, but potentially right. it will be tomorrow. So we'll see. I'm oh, gonna let her oh. come after me. Oh, you know what? What? That's good. I I want you. To, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I want I want to hear about that. Uh, but I think we pocket it for for the lit cast. <laughs> the, oh the, my god! The follow Episode up on hundred, the lit cast. I cannot wait. All right, you want to hop um, onto the next subject, or you want to keep embarrassing? No, 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 no. I, I don't. I'm not looking to embarrass you. I'm not saying you have huge numbers of rejection. I just think your standard for rejection is is low. So maybe it feels that way. If if you're like feeling hurt about someone ignoring a DM, it's like, yeah, I've had plenty of of like dms to people that i don't actually know go ignored definitely more than have been responded i and i haven't sent nearly that amount but like say i there it's a oh yeah now you got to use a real number bro yeah if it's an if it yeah if it's like an instagram model or like like an instagram model goes on a dating app doesn't actually use the dating app but says like you know follow me on instagram right You know, you know those. I know exactly That's what, that, what you're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah, 100%. So, okay. So, we'll, I go on. We'll just call her whatever. Shelby. And I, Shelby. And Shelby says, hit me up. Check me out on Instagram. She's hot. Her, I like her profile. I go to her Instagram. Great. I'm going to DM her something, something tying back to what she said on, on her hint, right? those have pretty much i don't think i've gotten a response from any of those maybe one person of like a dozen just looking for followers then i think i think that's what it is i think that's what it is and like but i would never i wouldn't even expect a response or or be like disappointed that it didn't happen i'm just like this is i have nothing to lose and a tiny chance of something to gain that's that's kind of how i see it is like super low risk like potential for a nice reward like maybe I mean, I go out with this girl I think is, is hot and cool, but uh, it's like, I'm not embarrassed by, oh, she, oh, but one time I will say this, this was kind of funny is I did, and I don't do a ton of random outreach. I used to be more sensitive about, but like the first time I did a random outreach, I DM'd a girl on Instagram. I don't even know how I found her, but she was hot. I DM'd her and she ignored it. And then I look into her following and she was she like was followed and followed my ex-girlfriend of like a very recent my ex-girlfriend of like a month ago or whatever oh, i was like man. oh <laughs> oh i this person very well may like be aware of who i am <laughs> but i also but i also don't think like 
do you think that that girl told your ex-girlfriend no shot like girls don't talk to each other about that shit uh, they would if, if, if she had ever mentioned me, yes. I hadn't met this girl, so I don't know how close they were. But, but yeah, if, if I hit up any of my ex-girlfriend's friends and they had met me or knew of me, they would be like, oh, your, your ex hit me up. I yeah, think but so. the, No, but at the same time, dude, if your, D, if your ex-girlfriend DM me and was like, hey, Ted, like, I, yeah. would not, I would not tell you that. I would you just, wouldn't like, tell me that? No, I would just pretend what? that I didn't see it or I would ignore it. I, wouldn't, I, would, I would not respond and I'm I would not, ignore it. That's re- what I would you, do. I would, I would have expected you to tell me. I, that's really, I, I don't know. I think it depends on the, it depends on the situation. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying you would be like, Hey, guess she's in love with me. Right. I'm just saying you'd be, you know, what? it's also, information. You know, maybe also ex-girlfriend and hooking up with once is different also, you know, like, yeah, that's, I'm talking girlfriend. Yeah. Girlfriend. I might, but like if the guy, if like you, if I knew that you were interested in some girl and then she DM me, and I was yeah. like, all right, what the fuck? Like, no. And that, I, maybe that's something I wouldn't respond to. But yes, I feel like you're right. We, we now do, you and I have a loyalty to each other to let yeah. the other one know if an ex-girlfriend DMs the other. Absolutely. Yeah, not, not even out of like loyalty right. or like bro code, whatever. Just, just like whether I would be upset or not. I feel like that's just relevant, relevant information where it's like, oh, yeah. This, okay. is, this is weird. To, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. And, fair enough. And I don't know because... When you try to say something funny in a DM and it goes ignored, the funny thing immediately becomes super cringe and like you're so sorry that you said it and you feel so weird about it, whatever. Like That's why I usually don't go with funny stuff when I jump into the DM. Like my buddy, okay, so my buddy uh, sends like basically the same DM to like every girl. So he'll just I, be I assume like, my friend's doing that. Yeah, yeah so he goes, he, he'll just send like a mass DM and rarely yeah. gets a response, but he'll be like, um should I send you actual flowers or edible arrangements? Like something like that. And then like maybe one out of every 50 girls <laughs> respond to that. But besides that, yes, you're right. It is if a- you send 50 a week, then you, <laughs> yeah, that's you're, you're bound to find one. But that's, that's the thing. And I think, I think women are way more aware of that too. Like, like, you know, if you're on a dating app and you're hot and your handle is on the dating app, yeah, you're going to get a bunch of DMs. And guys, I think, have a little more – some <laughs> guys, it's a matter of pride whether or not you're doing that because that's the reality. I'm not going to be investing time in, like, a mass DM situation, but the only reason if I find someone on an app or whatever attractive and that's, like, all I know, they seem attractive and cool, the only reason I wouldn't DM would be because of – protecting my ego so i think the more rejections you have i think that should be a badge of honor it means you're actually putting yourself out Dude, there that's how i feel that's i think that's how we feel about life also it's not about yeah. times you get rejected it's about how many times you get up pals all right True. boys listen to that dm your crush dm whoever the heck you want send us emails let us know how it goes i'm peter moran on just about every social media <laughs> outlet Ted Jones, yeah. the gmail. I'm probably in your DMs right now saying something corny. <laughs> yeah, respond to him. So, Peter, I'm going on a date tomorrow. I wanted to know if people are actually making weekend plans anymore. But considering that, um, I, on what, on the 14th of February, which is Valentine's Day, 25% oh, um, capacity will be allowed at an indoor dining restaurant. So I think people are hopefully starting to be able to make plans again. Is that a possibility? Yeah, it depends on it depends on your level of COVID comfort, but but there's something out there now where you could. I actually asked a, a friend of mine today. I was like, "What do you have going on this weekend? Do you wow. have anything going on this weekend? Do you have plans this weekend?" And she was like, "I don't think anyone's asked me that in forever." And I was like, "That felt weird for me to say. That felt weird for me to say." It was 
it was a sincere question because I was going to be like, you know, well, maybe let's do something Saturday. But but yeah, are people making plans? Like, yeah, they're making plans. The plans are just like, hey, let's hang out in my living room with two other people. <laughs> they're just not like, yeah, we're going to this concert. Yeah, so I think you know? with, in, with indoor dining coming back and it potentially becoming a little bit warmer over the next month, you know, I mean, March is still freaking cold. I love how everyone thinks like February, then we're out of the wintry mix. But like totally. March gets pretty cold too. But hopefully those heat lamps will start working a little bit better. So Peter, without further ado, could we get to this listener email, man? What do you got? We can. But before, yes, what do you got? a little bit of further ado, Sure. before we get to this email, I do think that like mid-March or whatever, we're trending up. Right now it's miserable out here. We get to mid-March, like we're, we're in the right uh we're in the right direction. Like right around Pi Day, 3.14. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, right bro. around that one-year COVID Annie. <laughs> uh, quarantine anniversary, I guess. Uh, we, got, we got a good email, actually, today. We oh. got this from Ken24. Uh, he, look at that. Labeling what, his what email. Proud him. AI? He, or he's Ken. He's 24 <laughs> years old. He's Ken. He, yeah, he's Ken24. He may... That, I would love an AI email. <laughs> um, he's... Uh, he is not listing a city in this, though. He says, all right, hey, hey, team, can't mention the city because the story is too specific. Okay. okay, fair. I like that you think the other person in this email is probably listening. Here's what's going on. I live with my boyfriend. We've been together for like three years, lived together for one. A ton of people have left our area because of COVID. Now we only see each other. It's been this way for like four months. I have a heart condition, so my quarantine has to be hardcore. Oh, shit. And my boyfriend has been great about it. Okay, great. Like, uh, the issue, the issue, <laughs> the issue is that he's lost his mind. He started drinking more and more during quarantine. Cheers to that. And then he started doing a little bit of drugs. Cheers to that. And then more. Okay. Uh, I've told him I'm concerned, but he always says, don't worry about it. I'm just keeping myself occupied during quarantine. I'll be fine afterwards. That's, that's a very understandable mentality. Okay. But now we're talking about 11 months of binge drink of binge drinking and drug usage to make matters worse. He made a lot of money during the whole GameStop thing. And now he's spending that on more drugs and hardly even pays attention to his day job. Basically I live with a wannabe Wolf of wall street maniac and I dump him in a second, but that would mean quarantining alone for the rest of this. And I'm months from the vaccine. Can I keep faking it? We're past the point of reasoning with him, but I still, but I still enjoy having him around. Even if I no longer see a future with him, is it wrong of me to stick this out or what do I do? Sincerely, who do I live with? damn um so 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 the the, this is a boy or a girl ken this is ken sounds like we got a gay couple shout out to our first gay email yeah yeah, absolutely um so i I think in this in this situation um it really has to just depend on what what is really pulling you the most like you know what i mean like you don't want to quarantine alone like okay that i don't think that's a good enough reason to stick it out with somebody who's being toxic and if you know, if your lease is coming, did, did they mention, there was a, that was a long question. Did, did, yeah, did, they, did they mention if their lease is coming up soon? If Ken's lease is coming up soon? No, no reference to the lease, but it didn't, the fact that it's not mentioned makes me think that's not really what's considered. I think the issue is, do I spend this time alone? Like alone, alone, it sounds yeah. like. No right, mention right, of right. family, anything, or do I just ride it out with this maniac in my room? Well, I would think having a heart condition, you'd hopefully be eligible for the vaccine within like the next two months or so. That's, that's what I think, but it's, it sounds like he knows when he's getting it, but it's a couple months. Okay, so um, I, months. Mean, I mean, as for right now, if you've been in quarantine with this guy, 
uh, for 11 months and you've been dating for a number of years. This, I feel like we've had kind of this question before where it's like- A little bit. Where, like, I can't remember who sent it in, but um, where there was just a situation where should I break the lease? Should I sign it? Should I move out? I'd say the best way, the best way to deal with a situation like this is just go with what feels right in your gut. You know what I mean? Like being alone yeah. for, I mean, you've done the, the, done the, the lion's share of it, Ken. You know, like being quarantined with this maniac, I guess, for 11 months. Like, and now it's just starting to get bad. I'd say, it, I, I mean, you can go either way. What do you think, Peter? I, I have a really, like, difficult proposition here. I have a, I have a thought, and it's, it's unconventional. Um, I think that he should be honest. Look, this is insane. Every life is insane. And if ever there was a time to just acknowledge the insanity of it and go with it, I think there's an opportunity. He's not weirdly enough because they've been together a while. He's not talking about significant emotional ties. It sounds like they've drifted a lot, but like they just like being around each other. Even if he's a maniac, he still prefers being around him. I think they should be honest about that. Look, we share the lease. We were together. We're still young. I'm imagining the his boyfriend's like the same age as him. Like we're still young. Maybe they're just like, look, this isn't a relationship anymore. It doesn't sound like it really even is a relationship at this point. This guy's just getting wasted every day and doing his thing. I think they should just be like, let's like, if they let's break up, but like hang out for the rest of this at least the rest of this quarantine, whatever. Like. I think there's a possibility that that could work. I know it's a little insane. You think breaking up while living together, that's what you're suggesting? It sounds like that's basically what's already happening. The way he's like, it's past the point communicating. It doesn't sound like they're connecting at all. Yeah, but, that's, not- that, but the, if, if they're not connecting at all, I'd say suggesting a breakup while you're still living together has to be one of the crazier things Ooh. I could think of, Peter, to be you honest. You think? Yes, dude. They probably share a bed. They've been together for three yeah. years. Like, oh, like we're not together, but let's still sh- share the same small, shitty ass queen bed. It just, I guess, in my mind, I'm <laughs> thinking of them. That's that's fair. Getting into bed every night with your ex is not ideal, but but like, it sounds like they're basically mentally there. Like this mentally, guy, br- mentally broken up, or at least Ken is. Yeah, Ken is, but this guy, if he's wasted all day every day and he doesn't care about it, it sounds like this guy is in like a little bit of a. a like I don't even know if we're gonna call it addiction, but you know he's in he's in like a bit of a drug spiral. I don't know. Okay, I don't know how much you've seen uh, the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Are you familiar <laughs> with the Mighty Ducks? I'm Not enough. Good, to get okay, whatever. I'm gonna make a good reference. So Emilio Estevez at one time is like teaching Charlie Conway how to defend a defender from like while you're skating backwards and making sure that the offensive player doesn't get the puck past them through the goalie. So. So um, Emilio Estevez is famous for saying, make him make the first move, Conway. Mm -hmm. So Charlie, in the movie, the first time he does it, Charlie makes the first move and then the offensive guy gets by him and then scores a goal. So Uh I'd say in a situation like this where you're really feeling like you want to break up with him or or if Ken wants to break up with his significant other – I, I, I'd say you got to kind of, he, it seems like he's already made the first move doing drugs, yeah. forgetting about your job. I mean, not really paying attention to Ken. It seems it, like he's made yeah. the first move. 
this is what I'm seeing in this, and this is a little crazy. They moved it. They're, he's 24. I'm just assuming. <laughs> I'm just assuming that they are the same age, right? They sure. moved in together at 23. Yes. They're 24. They've been together since they're 21. Like they're young, and they did this whole we're, we're adults. We're moving in together. This is a serious relationship, and now probably because of COVID and the regression that occurs, like they're not down for like the commitment and the stability that an adult committed relationship requires. And I think I'm, maybe I'm reading between the lines, but I think Ken is kind of there. And this other guy clearly is because he's being super responsible, irresponsible with his life right now. I think they, I think because of that, they might have the opportunity to be like, I like, like I, I this guy he's doing this many drugs he's acting this crazy like he's like I can't be a person right now and Ken is like I want him around but I can't date this guy anymore I can't this can't be my partner that's what I'm getting from the email yeah I I agree so what do you think the next move so so give move is it so given that I do think that it's Ken's email and I agree with what you're saying where this guy kind of Ken's move or Ken's move or Ken's Ken's move I think I think he kind of put the ball in the other guy kind of put the ball in Ken's court by being like, Hey, I'm just in your living room, wasting all my money, winning all my money, getting trashed every day. I think he's kind of been like, this is who I am right now. This is all I can be right now. And if Ken still is like, I'm glad I have someone to watch TV with every night, like, okay. Yeah. Watch TV together, ride it out. If this guy gets sober, I don't know how bad it is. If he gets sober, if he starts talking, then like, yeah, it can be a thing. So maybe take back what I said about break up and live together, but mentally, because you're not seeing anyone else because you're on full and full on quarantine. So mentally accept this relationship has expired. The the future of this relationship no longer exists, but I do have another human to be around and and keep it there and if like who i know well right and, it, and it's okay to be sticking with someone who it's convenient right now to be with you know it's not like normal times where when you're when you used to be i'd say like a year ago when you used to be in a relationship and every day it was just toxic and toxic you're wasting time in your life now one can argue like <laughs> oh well i, I don't want to be alone so this is kind of what I, what i have to deal with until the world goes back to normal which doesn't seem so far away for especially people who have health conditions. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's different. This has changed us all, but, but you're, you're right. You're not going to be with this guy. If you haven't become this alcoholic drug addict that, that your boyfriend has become, then you're never going to be that person. This is them. They're doing their phase. Look out for him. If it's like dangerous, like obviously take care of him. But, but you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's time. It seems like the relationship at this point, they're not growing yeah. together. It seems like they're just, they're drifting apart. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't put any more like emotional effort toward this. I wouldn't set your future on this guy or whatever, but, but I don't think there is. And I would never say this under any other circumstances. I'm always like, break up now. That's always my advice to everyone who's like, should I? Maybe I'm like, yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah. End it, end yeah. it, end it, end it. But I'm like, here, you, this is the only person you can be around and they're committed to your level of quarantine write it out for now and and like this i think they know i think they know if this person isn't communicating with you they're getting wasted every single day they're doing their own thing like you're you're maybe on the same page already yeah and i think that the one thing ken that your boyfriend is doing right now is he's respecting you and
and respecting you in he's not seeing other people and putting your health condition at risk. That's like that's a big green flag for me, as opposed to a red, big red flag. That I, I, I yeah, no, I I have to agree with that. That is a that's like touching. That's that's sweet of him. No matter what, no matter how crazy he's acting, like like he is is taking care of you and and. I'm not saying stay with the guy, but but like my heart melts, <laughs> my heart melts a little bit in his commitment to keeping you safe and healthy. And again, you're done with this relationship, but that's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, there, that, there's definitely a ticking time bomb here. Peter Moran, Ted Jones here, episode 98 of the Ted Jones World podcast with Peter Moran. Send in your emails, okay? Ted Jones World at gmail.com. Ted Jones World one on TikTok. Ted Jones World on uh, just about every other social media platform. Peter Moran, your boy over there. I'm Peter Moran on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, Reddit. I don't even know what else you're on, bro. Are you not on a lot of things? Whatever's next. Whatever's, whatever's legal. Be big next, I'm on there. Whatever's legal. Hell yes. We'll see you guys for episode 99. Peter, I'll talk to you soon, brother. Peace.